Hi, I'm Dan, and this week on Through the Lens, we look at dip-applied coatings and their use in optical applications for a variety of industries like automotive, military, aerospace, and medical, just to name a few. This liquid-based resin coating is extremely durable and can be applied conformally and improve the durability of plastics by helping substrates survive abrasion and chemical attacks. More than anything else this week, I'm just really excited to discuss how dip coatings are a lot like another tough liquid known as polymimetic alloy, which is an artificial liquid metal compound that was used in the Terminator movies. The mimetic poly alloy allowed a Terminator robot to change in any shape or form that it touched, provided that the object was of similar mass. In the Terminator movies, the mimetic poly alloy was made of a liquid metal instead of a solid metal. It was less durable than other solid metals, but gave Terminator robots the ability to reform and heal themselves of any combat damage. So come with us now, and let's jump in head first and learn more about dip-applied coatings from Kelly. Just know, when she's done discussing the technical applications of dip coatings, I'll be back. The dip-applied coating process has many applications, from its roots in candle making to the production of thin films. While dip coatings serve multiple purposes dependent on the substrate and its application, in optical coatings, they tend to be monofunctional. In optical coatings, when you dip, you protect. Protective dip coatings like polysiloxane, for example, are unique in that they can be dip applied to nearly any polymer optic, no matter its shape. The only real rule is the part has to fit in the bath. Once the optic enters the coating line, it will go through the following process. First, it will go through a cleaning bath to ensure it's clear of any residue or debris. Next, the optic will begin the immersion stage. The substrate will be lowered into the polysiloxane solution at a consistent speed. Once there, it will enter deposition. Now here's where dip gets a bit interesting. The thickness of the coating is going to be completely dependent on how long it takes to lift the substrate out of the coating solution. The faster you pull the substrate out, the thicker the coating will be. Slower speeds give the coating more time to run and drip off the substrate, resulting in a thinner coating. Once the substrate is free from the liquid, it will enter a tack drying phase. In this stage, the polysiloxane will begin the drying process and will end up semi-firm or tacky to the touch. The technicians will then inspect the polysiloxane coated optic for any defects in the coating. This is their last chance to remove defective dip applied coating because after the last stage, there's no going back. Once the polymer optics have passed inspection, it's time for them to cure. This process will allow the freshly deposited coating to harden completely, giving an optic complete protection from cleansers, lotions, bug sprays, chemicals, and even provide scratch-resistant protection. Later on, I'll share a few examples of polysiloxane in action. So one of the most commonly asked questions we get is, how do you measure dip coatings effectively? 
One of the measurements you can do on a liquid coating is for viscosity, and it's referred to as centipoise, which is the unit of measurement for dynamic viscosity. Centipoise is the amount of force necessary to move a layer of liquid in relation to another liquid. Centipoise is a one hundredth of a poise. The symbol for centipoise is CP or CPS, depending on the source. Sometimes we explain the viscosity of our liquid coatings. We say it's thicker than water, but not quite as thick as honey. For lack of a better explanation, it's close to the viscosity of baby food. Of course, this isn't really scientific, but the fun part of mentioning baby food is I get to think about one of my all-time favorite movies, which is Paul Verhoeven's classic film from 1987, RoboCop. In RoboCop's maintenance shed, it's revealed that RoboCop is sustained by a rudimentary paste, which is a type of food supplement used to power RoboCop's organic systems. It was typically dispensed from a machine into paper cups for RoboCop to consume while he was recharging. It's not known how RoboCop actually ingested the paste, and the paper cups seem to indicate a simple swallowing procedure. It's also unknown what became of the waste elements from the paste after he had digested them in his system. In any case, one of the main characters of the film, Donald Johnson, described the rudimentary paste as having a taste similar to that of baby food. Now, back to Kelly. A theme park had a problem. They had implemented a fast pass for attractions that guests could scan at specially designed stands. Now that in itself isn't the problem. The problem was the sensor was covered by a piece of plastic that looked like a big light up button with the likeness of a famous mouse. And visitors to the park, both young and young at heart, couldn't help but touch it. Most of us wouldn't think twice about this, but the skin oils, bug sprays, and sunscreens we wear at theme parks cause plastic to break down quickly, requiring those pieces to be replaced at least once a week. With 46 rides with fast passes, that means at least 46 parts replaced each week, which ends up being 200 per month and well over 2,000 per year. They needed a solution to protect the plastic and extend the longevity of the parts. The answer was polysiloxane hard coating. The hard coating process will give raw material a leg up on durability. Once polysiloxane cures, it becomes virtually impenetrable. Not only does this protective coating reinforce the plastic, it keeps it from breaking down because of skin oils, bug sprays, sunscreens, and even cleansers and disinfectants which is very helpful for high-touch surfaces, especially during a global pandemic. By partnering with NACL for protective hard coating, this wonderful world of a theme park was able to continue to bring some awe and wonder to its visitors without replacing FastPass covers once a week. Stick around after our short break and I'll share one more application of dip applied protective coating. Through the Lens listeners, curious about where you can get a stronger performance for your optics? Look no further than the experts at North American Coating Laboratories. With over 45 years of optical coating experience, we know that we can help you with all of your optical coating needs. From UV to IR and dip applied to DLC, North American Coating Labs has got you coded. Connect with our experts at NACL.com. That's 
nacl.com today. Unique geometries paired with strict durability requirements and a fast-approaching deadline were giving Synapse a bit of a headache. With roots in consumer electronics, life sciences, and healthcare, they needed to ensure that their product not only could stand up to wear and tear, but was also still cosmetically appealing to their customers. Because of this unique geometry, this plastic part was not a good candidate for vacuum-applied protective coatings. The angles and shape don't lend themselves to an even deposition in a vacuum chamber. The experts at NACL had the answer, however, in dip-applied polysiloxane hard coating. Remember that the dip process for optics is just like a cat in a cardboard box. If it fits, it sits. Or, in our case, dips. The dip-applied process allowed for Synopsys parts to meet their durability requirements without sacrificing cosmetic appeal, which was essential to the end user's experience and satisfaction. It didn't hurt that NACL was able to meet a tight delivery deadline and ensure Synopsys product was completed on time. Do you have a part with a unique geometry? The experts at NACL are here to help. Thanks again for taking a look with us through the lens. If any of the coatings we mentioned may help you in an application you're currently working on, feel free to reach out to us at nacl.com, where there is plenty of technical data and all of our direct contact information. That is unless you are a cybernetic organism comprised of living tissue over a metal exoskeleton that was sent by Skynet to terminate us all. In that case, eh, don't look us up. Thanks, and take care.